0: it is, another episode of the Infinite Banter Podcast. What is going on? I am Mark Jolliffe, a.k.a. DJ Soundwave. Big show today. Got my man Jason Griff and Alex Vico on the show to talk about their new EP 312. Got a few other things I want to talk about as well. Before we do that, in the words of KRS-One, here are some words from our sponsor. Today's podcast is presented by Podgo. Podgo is the easiest way for you to monetize your podcast, providing podcasters with a flat rate for ad space so you always know how much you get when you include an ad from Podgo. Apply today to become a member and immediately be connected with advertisers that fit your audience. That's podgo.co at P-O-D-G-O dot C-O. And be sure to add our podcast in the How Did You Hear About Podgo section of the application. You're listening to the Infinite Banter Podcast. Once again, my name is DJ Soundwave, or my government name, Mark Jolliffe. What is going on? Thanks for checking out the show. Big salute to my man Jason Warner Smith, who is On the last episode, he played Gavin on The Walking Dead. Great actor, done so many great things, and I really appreciate him coming on here. And if you have not heard that episode, please go back and check it out. Learned a lot about his time on The Walking Dead and how he got to that point and how he got that big role and everything he's done besides that, as well as his short film, Learning to Fly. Definitely check that out. On today's show, we've got Jason Griff. He's been on the show a couple of times. And Alex Ludovico, they have a new project out right now, 312. Play a couple songs from that album. Talk to the guys about the EP, future projects, and of course, working with the one and only Scorsese, who recently passed away in January. Also want to talk about The Walking Dead. Speaking of Jason Warner Smith, I have a thought on the most recent episode. Something I've never said about the show before. This past episode, I have some... I have a thought about it that I've never had about any prior episode. So stay tuned for that. And I did see Coming to America, the second one. Definitely have some thoughts on that. Happy opening day. Baseball is back. Fans are in the stands. Cubs are back. I'm excited. Team could be really good. Team could be really bad. Team could be mediocre. I have no idea what's going to happen, but spring is here, and hopefully I will have a good season to watch. Always excited when baseball is back, and it's definitely my favorite sport. And, of course, WrestleMania is right around the corner, so there's a lot going on. Springtime is here. Hopefully COVID is on its way out. All right, let's get into this. The Infinite Banter Podcast can be heard on all digital platforms, Spotify, iTunes, Google Podcast, iHeartRadio. Radio.com is now known as Odyssey, so you can hear it on there as well. Go on Google Podcasts. Check it out on Apple Podcasts. And if you go to Apple Podcasts, rate and review the show. You can find the show also on YouTube. Just search Infinite Banter. Follow the show on social media platforms like Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. You can follow the show on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at Infinite Banter Podcast. All right, let's get into it. Jason Griff, Alex Ludovico, their new EP, 312. But before we do that, play some songs from that new EP. The show never begins until the one and only. The devastating mic controller, DMC, says these words right here. Yo,
1: yo, what's up? This is me, DMC, the K I N G, the greatest MC in history. And right now, you're listening to Infinite Banter because we will banter on forever because this is the only place for all of y'all to ever be. I B, Infinite Banter.
0: So as always, when we have a music guest on the show, and in this case we have two of them, we'd like to play a song to get you excited about their new project, or a song to introduce you, or maybe even reintroduce you to those guests. So we got Jason Griff, Alex Ludovico about to come on this show right here. But before we talk to them, let's play a song from their new EP 312. This one right here is called The Middle with Black Lamore. Just a straight banger. Don't sleep. Cop the new EP. Go to insubordinaterecords.com and check out their new EP 312. The Middle with Black Lamore, Jason Griff, Alex Ludovico. And on the other side of this song, you will hear both guys. We're going to talk about the EP and much, much more here on the Infinite Banter podcast right here. Jason Griff and Alex Ludovico, The Middle.
2: Used to blow into Nintendo cartridge. Now the closest homie dodging charges. That's what happened when we pushed the margin. When the system is so wicked, got the kitty starving. The problems, wish I solved them. But I'm just trying to survive too. Where I'm from is rough, dude. Bullets flying like. Hadouken. I'm not right you, this is where we landed, made the best of what we handed, in this desolation dancing, you chief keefing or you chancing, running or you start the action, just looking for distraction, old ladies praying Hail Mary, a game of man. I done left home now, i even been west coast bound, but my blood is in the soil, Gary where I roam around, it's not about where you from, but where you at though, no. I stand back bro, the middle of
3: call it murder in the fullest learn to only touch the burner once but I could pull it you To make a millage, mileage. I will move a milligram by the pilots. Not a pilot or a driver. I was on the private island, pimping, pinching, prior pious, Mona Lisa's, manic Maya Angelou's, Frida Kahlo's, crazy freaky Fridays. Followed by the need to swallow myself. Whole bottle messages. The vestige from Apollo down to Venus. Visas kept Ulysses humble, molded models. Stroll the grotto, quoting Aristotle. Not a single genius I know lived their life and wasn't psycho. It's not about where you from, but where you at, though. No.
2: I stand back, bro, the middle of the mat, though We keep it close like the fam got our back, though That's where we at, ho Middle of the mat, though It's not about where you from, but where you at, though I stand back, bro, the middle of the mat, though We keep it close like the fam got our back, though That's where we at, ho Middle of the mat, though It's not about where you from, but where you at, though I stand back, bro, the middle of the mat, though We keep it close like the
4: and you're now listening to the Infinite Banter Podcast with DJ Soundwave. I am Zilla Rocca from Wrecking Crew, South Philly's favorite native
0: son. Tune in. Enjoy. Here's some wild shit. Peace. All right, you're tuned into the Infinite Banter Podcast. I am DJ Soundwave, and right now, I'm really pleased to join by two dudes who have an EP out right now, three one two Straight Banger. We got my man, Jason Griff, who's been on the show before, as well as his partner right here, Alex Ludovico on the Infinite Banter Podcast. What's up, fellas? What up? Yo, 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 what's good? Yeah, Jason's been on the show before, and uh, we know his backstory. What about you, Alex? Where are you from? Let people know what's up with you.
5: All right, uh, let's see. It is. It is quite the book. Let me try to tear it down. Uh born in Gary, Indiana, raised. What up two one nine represent Midwest? Or as I like to tell people who are underwear right outside Chicago. Um <laughs> right? it's a whole thing if I'm like y'all from like Chicago land and it's like, No, you're not, you're from Indiana, dude. Whatever, bro. Yeah, man. I've been uh been at this music thing on and off for a little while. Uh linked back up with Griff. I've been all over the states. I was in Atlanta for a while. I was in L.A. for the past five years, and now I'm actually in uh, Nashville. Because I like to see the country, I guess. And I get bored mad easy. Um,
0: (laughs) Nashville's dope, though. I was out there a couple years ago for the first time, man. Man, It's it's a really really cool place, man.
5: Yeah, no, it's kind of catching me off guard because I was like, oh, it'll be chill or whatever, right? And I'm like, yo, this is honestly like, I mean, as much as a major city can be a hidden gem, you know what I mean? Like, as far as how, like, dope it is, like, the music scene's dope. Like, it's good energy out, out there. I like it a lot. But, yeah, no, man, I've been making music on and off. Quite a while. Me and Grif up. Kept... Man, we did we figure out it's been like twelve years since like that first random email exchange, dude.
4: No, it's about that. Yeah,
5: it was 10, 11 years yeah, I think it's
4: even more. Yeah, it might be.
5: Yeah, I like. I think I actually just found the first demo I did over your joint. One of your joints, actually. I'm gonna have to email it to you because it is incredible, as in incredibly dated.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh man.
5: <laughs> there are
4: references in it. Yeah. <laughs>
5: yeah but i'm um, not yeah no then we uh we were working on tunes and that's been kind of our thing i'm you know big music head big, big nerd big reader i'm just all about this music life and then obviously since uh my man girth's been on here before you got the insubordinate backstory with me him and my motherfucking brother scorsese fucking man. rest in peace bro. yeah and
0: yeah
5: man we were we Were and still are going at it incredibly hard, and this is all about that insubordinate shit till we die, bro.
0: And Jason, I should I should ask you too. I know you're in Chicago, but you're you you born here? You always lived here?
4: uh, I am officially from not Chicago. I'm from uh, originally from Woodstock, Illinois. Oh, there you go. Yeah, way the fuck up out there.
0: Not that Woodstock. Not the one people think of, like drugs and, you know, rock and roll back in, like, whatever year that was. Uh, There's plenty of <laughs> drugs in
4: my Woodstock, too. I was about to say, I feel like, your Woodstock had mad drugs, dude. There it is.
0: Because, <laughs> <laughs> you know, when you hear Woodstock, that's the first thing you think of is lighting guitars on fire and just getting wasted. But that's not the same one. Yeah, man. And,
5: like, what was probably the purest acid of all time dude
0: <laughs> and I, I need to hear that dated project it's probably i want some sped up hooks maybe uh maybe maybe your rhyme schemes i up mean the... <laughs> it's
5: it's one of those things where there's like some gems in there you know what i mean like it'll definitely be like once we do like once we start doing the old timer circuit where it's like all right um or the minute that i'm out of material for more than like two months you'll definitely hear it there it is <laughs> like uh, all right we got to drop it now all right we're gonna
4: drop this rare and unleash b-sides album back (laughs) man b-sides and demos it's it's for the box set box set, only, dude. the
0: the six cd box set that tom
5: i was about to say bob dillinger
0: yeah (laughs) it's all about woodstock see there you go comes full circle yeah
5: full circle
0: (laughs) man so you guys been working together for a while Talk about this project here three one two how long you guys been working on this one talk about the title and the concept
4: the 312 ep we were working on for i don't know a couple of months or whatever because we've simultaneously been working on uh alex's solo uh album album proper full-length album that'll come out this summer 2021 so we were working on the ep and the album at the same time and we had previously done two other eps we dropped uh scarf tissue in 2019 we dropped the red one is here run in 2020 and then we just dropped this one right now so uh, we did three five song eps as part of uh, like an annual progression or whatever we just issued reissued uh, and remastered all three eps on a on a cd together um, that we got at uh, insubordinaterecords.com. InsubordinateRecords.com um, InsubordinateRecords.com
0: That's InsubordinateRecords.com
4: insubordinate I'm, <laughs> I'm so like you know, Say it one even, more like, time
5: InsubordinateRecords.com I'm so like I'm such a like Hipster artist sometimes Where I'm just like I don't want to Like people will find Good music And I'm like bro, like that's stupid. Like, why am I not promoting more? Like, Plug that shit. Know, you know what I mean? Like, I still know, I still know Mike Jones' phone number. You know what I mean? Mike <laughs> <Mark I>, Jones. <laughs> just like, why am I not promoting enough? You know what I mean? So, it's just like, com, bro. Get your fly ass t-shirts and merch. Anyways, continue, Griff. My apologies. com. Well, so
4: what were we talking about? We were talking about insupportingrecords.com. We
5: uh, <laughs> <the> <laughs> oh, were talking about the deluxe release.
4: Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we did a deluxe release that's got the new EP, which you can totally get on its own. But uh, as far as the physical format, it's a collection. It's it's uh, resequenced as like a whole new album. It's fucking great. We got a bunch of dope features on there. It's funny because we started. We did the first EP, there was zero features. Uh, the second EP, what did we have? Three. Um, and then on and and then on this one we have four. So we really upped our feature game. You know what I mean?
5: I gotta start playing nice with rappers or whatever, dude. Like it is what it is, bro. <laughs>
4: it's good. To, it's good to have friends.
5: You know what I mean? I guess. I guess the industry needs to know that I, like people like me or whatever, dude. Yeah. No. So that uh, this EP is going well. You know, we're selling it. The streams are looking great or whatever. And we're super proud of it. The three one two is a combination of things. Obviously, it is the area code of Chicago. That's the first thing I thought <laughs> of whoa, when whoa, I saw. Whoa, whoa, it. Boom! Yeah. chi Town represent, and then also March twelfth last year was kind of like I think that was a couple of days after Rudy Gobert was touching all the microphones and shit. Oh, so that's, <laughs> oh, <laughs> so there that's you. yeah, yeah. So that's like basically when the world shut down, and it was like one of the I think that might have been one of the last live show date, like live shows I caught. It was
4: before, um, yeah. on March twelfth, twenty twenty. I was uh, I was literally walking out of the house to go to a show. Um, no, I'm lying. I was taking a shit before I was about to walk out of the house to go to a show, um, and I got a text uh, from my buddy who I was going to meet there, and it's it's a screenshot from the band we're going to go see from their Instagram that said show tonight has been canceled due to governor's order of large gatherings. Like that was the first night that all large concerts were shut down. Like for the remainder of the week, there were still some very small shows happening, like you know thirty to forty people. Um, so a lot of underground rap shows, I would imagine. <laughs> 30 to 40 dudes 30 to 40 dudes but um <laughs> uh, so yeah that was like the one year anniversary of that because they always do like um, 312 fest in Chicago and that's what like the show we were going to was part of that but it's like
5: they'll oh, have a bunch of shows all even...
4: over the city.
5: Yo I didn't even think about that I forgot about 312. Yeah, yeah
4: yeah I think I think uh Goose Island puts it on
5: yeah yeah no I definitely got dragged out of there blackout drunk like five years ago or
0: something. <laughs> uh-huh. Alright
4: <laughs> <laughs> that checks out.
0: <laughs> uh, Anybody saw that guy getting dragged out, we know who that was now. The gig is up.
4: Yeah.
5: Hey man. I got no qualms about it. I have a good fucking time, dude. <laughs> there um, <it> is.
0: <laughs> I was also so thinking yeah, too with I the would... name of the EP was like two one three, you know, like the Snoop Dogg crew, Warren G, like in reverse. 312, a bunch of that has nothing to do with it. That's Ooh, a. Oh,
5: f- all right. See, didn't, didn't cross my mind, but I fucked with it. Fuck
0: yeah, there you go. <laughs> see, there you go, right? Midwest to LA, you know, that kind of vibe, you know.
5: True that, true that. Yeah, no, nah, I mean, like, you know, all the features on there were, um, I mean, it's obvious. Whenever I hate when people say I handpick the features, well, that's how you fucking make features. But yeah, we heavily curated the features. Like you said originally, like when we first started writing records, it was like, I mean, when I got into this shit, right? It was like, off the pure love of, like, the lyrical side of rap, right? So the first EP is just, like, barring out, bro, with, like, hook, fuck a hook type shit, you know what I mean? But that's the dope thing about the EPs is that they show the progression because then it turns, like, this last one, I mean, you know, we're all, it's, like, all hooks, everything's perfectly curated. My new thing with rapping is, like, economy of words, bro. It's, like, do I want, like, I could get off 65, like, bars right here, but I could probably say, so I say it much cooler with twelve. Do you know what I mean? There you go. So the new writing style is really what this is a, like. This is just, and that's this is all ramping up for the record. So for the
4: LP,
0: you guys got a release date on that LP, or is that still in the works?
4: Twenty twenty one, sometime in twenty twenty one, definitely in twenty twenty one. it'll be it'll be sometime in the summer. We just don't have a specific date yet. We're waiting on some features to confirm,
5: which I will say are probably like the biggest, like. They're big underground dudes. Like, you will definitely know. But the thing is that they're also rappers. So I don't want to be like, this is happening and it doesn't happen. You know what I mean? You're tuned into the Insubordinate
0: podcast. And if you want to find out when that album's coming out, go to insubordinaterecords.com, right? Boom. (laughs) There
5: it is. Man, ooh, we already got it, bro. I got to start doing that. I got to start inserting that into regular conversations like at McDonald's. That'll be 551. And uh also yes, insubordinate dot com.
0: I think we're out of that. Uh our insubordinate com machine's not working today, so you're gonna have to get
1: the insubordinate.com to... machine never works.
0: <laughs> Pull up to the side, sir. We're not gonna have your order ready right away. <laughs> but man, we gotta talk about this EP, man. The first joint right off the bat, the middle. Just comes right at you and i love how the end of it just kind of slows down man you know big up to you guys and uh you know the production on that track talk about that one
5: i mean griff is the mastermind that did that like the thing i love like the way we work sometimes is like he'll straight up just send me a, a skeleton of just drums right and it's like oh i'm just gonna go off and then I get to like it's like a magic trick for me because then when it comes back, it's like I didn't see any of this happening. So that beat, all those beat switches and everything, I didn't hear those with my verse until after the record was done. So Griff's the
4: mastermind behind
0: that, are you the mastermind, Griff? Is that true? Uh,
4: sometimes. Um, <laughs> you know, I just, uh, you know, what I was listening to a lot at the time was that, um, that uh, Denzel Curry uh, Kenny Beats album. What's it called? The one that came out. Uh, uh you know, like unlocked they, or something. something unlocked. About- yeah 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 and just like the beat switches on that album are crazy and i was like i need to do more of those and i think that song was like a direct result of that mind state because it's actually like the beat the beat for the middle is like a really old beat that i kind of had laying around um that i sent him and then like just like uh after he recorded on it i just totally refreshed the beat put in all the beat switches had a lot of fun with it really yeah
0: like i said i love love how that production is and at the end the way it just slows down and salute that. That was that's definitely a, a monster track on there. And then you, you know, got your guy Ace Cannon on the next, on Kill That, another joint on here. And uh, I loved his verse where he says, Killing these boys, <laughs> call me John Wayne Gacy. I had to like Ace. stop it and rewind it. I'm like, Did he just say what I? Th-? Oh man,
5: <laughs> crazy. Yeah, no, Ace murdered that, bro. Ace is. Ace is killer. He's got a project drop and I can't remember the name, but I know he's got something coming out super soon. We've created this really dope, like we've curated a pretty awesome, like obviously they're not on insubordinate, but like the people that are around us and that work with us and we work with them, it's just we all expect a level of talent out of each other and we definitely all bring it out of each other. And
4: that's like Ace stepping up to the plate and just
0: smashing that verse.
1: Yeah.
4: Shout out to Mighty Healthy. He introduced me to Ace.
0: Yeah, talk about uh, that, helps. like, with the uh, the features on this one. Did you guys have some guys in mind, or did it just kind of work out, like, with one track, you, you end up with one person? Like, how did that all come together?
4: Well, I think um it's people that we've had relationships with for a while, like Alex and uh Primo Dirty uh been doing shows together out in California uh for years now. And then um, you know, we collaborated with uh Black Lamore on uh Gladiators previously that came out. That was a single that came out back in January. Shout out Black Lamore. Absolutely. And uh yeah, then Ace Cannons we linked up with through uh he was working with the homie Mighty Healthy a bunch who's a hell of a fucking producer. And uh, I heard him on some of Mighty Healthy shit and was just like, this guy's fucking amazing. So uh, I just reached out to him, started building that relationship as well. And then, of course, we got a a joint with Scorsese. That was actually, um, so that last song, Candy Tangerine uh, with Scorsese, was part of the Midnight Express
0: sessions, like from that era. Oh, really? Um, Okay.
4: Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that was done uh, as a collab with Alex, and uh, didn't work out for that one, but fit perfectly with this EP. Man, we yeah, got... man,
5: I had that, I had that verse, and just like having to like match that energy, and like that was probably like the hardest joint to write on the record. And the crazy thing is, when you say stuff like that, it's not like some sentimental record or like some, you know what I mean? It's not some touching record. It's a funny story about me getting set up by my boy. The energy that he brings on the beginning of it was just like. I think I that was some like I know it's real cool to say you it take you ten minutes to write stuff or whatever, but I rewrote that thing a hundred times just because it's like I know what he brought to it, so I had to come and match that energy.
0: Yeah, it's crazy because it's like on some she's crafty type steez where he's like he's telling a story about this female, and then you come in in the second verse and it's it connecting it all together, and uh, it's, you got to play it a couple times to see how everything connects. It's uh that's a crazy crazy twist, man.
5: I mean, it just, it like was, I mean, it kind of, so four and like track four and track five just for today leading into that, it kind of is all one giant story if you really, really listen to it. So that's how I I approached it in that way. Cause I, the crazy thing is I wrote the track separately, but when we were sequencing, it was just like, oh, these, this is a story in and of itself. You know what I mean? Sometimes magic just happens out of thin air.
0: And Griff, I like how you did the, the woman part with mean, the, the W O M A N. That's, that was dope, dude.
4: Oh, thank you. That's uh that's actually uh like a super old beat from uh like extremely old. Like from my first year or two of learning how to make beats. It's one of the only good ones.
0: <laughs> what are the only ones you go back and bring back to current era? One of the dated ones like you were yeah. talking about before.
5: Hey man, that's the fun of beats, dude. Like I get stuff all the time and I'll hear it and I'll be like, This is cool and then I won't touch it for like I had a I've had beats for like four years that I've come back to and then it's been like oh i'm just i like you know the energy tells you when to write you know what i mean so like i'll hear something now and i'll be like this is cool and then i'll hear it in a year and a half and be like this is the greatest shit i ever heard in my life and that's i mean kind of how it all works dude. It's like how life works almost
0: and you guys talked about midnight express and of course Griffey you been on here before with scorsese we're talking about midnight express and talk about that song bobby seal you guys did together uh you know one of my favorite uh. songs off of that record
5: yeah, um I mean I I do honestly consider that probably like one of the it'd be top three things I've ever written and been a part of in my life because like that was so there was um there was like I had just me and Scorsese had just started like talking online and we were like, you know, hatching plans here and there and then there was this time I think I was I was personally going through some stuff. I think it was going through a breakup or something and he's just like, Yo, I'm gonna come out to LA and I was like, All right, whatever, right? Thinking nothing of it and then like Two weeks later, like, hey man, I'm at the airport, and I was like, oh shit! But um, yeah, he, he, Griff, he's coming.
0: He really he wasn't playing.
5: Yeah, was just, <laughs> that's just, that speaks to his character. Is just like, no, he backed his shit up. Um, no, but Griff, like, so he came out to L. A. twice, and both times it was like Griff sent along. It was like your mom sending a lunch with you because it was like he sent us <laughs> <laughs> he sent us back of beats both times because he knew we were going to be in the vicinity of each other. And so uh, Bobby Seal was in the, like, first batch when he came out to L.A. the first time. So me and him, like, sat on my couch in my living room and wrote it. But we also, it's one of those things where we weren't, like, comparing verses or trying to go. It was just like, I'm going to sit on my half of the couch. You sit on your half. We're going to let this beat play on a loop and just see what happens. But, like, he was, like, really animated sometimes when we had a good line. So it's just like, oh, word, I got I to. Gotta, basically you know i mean it's real rap like machismo like yo i'm trying to crush this dude he's trying to crush me but we're also doing this in service of the song together so that it turned out so dope because it was like we sat down and wrote that together
0: man and you could that just speaks to scorsese's like his grind like that dude was it just seemed like the little bit i got to know him he was always you know putting out stuff and ready to just go at it you know
5: man and as me like i said i'm super hipster artist dude and i'm always like i don't unless the mood strikes like he was the most inspirational for me on a personal level where it's just like just like writer's block i believe writer's block is real but i also believe you can work through it and i just watch him record like make music and make music and just keep going and keep that man was a, a fountain of bars dude like It was was insane to just watch that guy work. So it's definitely something that I keep with me at all times now. Because there's days when I wake up and I'm just like, I don't feel like writing. And then I'm just like, yo, this dude had three whole lives on top of his rap life and was still doing all this. Like, what
0: am I doing? You know? Yeah, I mean, that's crazy. Griff, you could speak on him, of course. You know him really well also. And, you know, like, you know, I wouldn't be talking to you guys if it wasn't for Scorsese because he, he reached out to me like a year ago. And it's like, hey, can I come on? Mm-hmm. I, I rap about wrestling and the dumb stuff you like. I'm like, cool. You're like, no doubt. You know, you know, he sent me some stuff. And, you know, to this day, you know, I mean, a lot of people I've had on here are because of the connections I made through him. So, you know. Yeah, big sky point from my man Scorsese. That's right. I saw uh,
4: the homie uh, Eddie Kane was on recently.
0: Hell yeah, man! Exactly, one hundred percent. And we talked about Scorsese, and like it just he he. It's funny because the reason why he knew about me is because he heard I had acrobatic on here. It's like that's just so crazy how like things connect, and like that dude. I'm sure you guys have a lot of stories and connections you made through him and the doors. He's kind of open for all of us and just the, uh, I just nothing but gratitude. And I wish I got to meet him in person, but a little bit, I got to know him, you know, like I said, just salute to Scorsese for no doubt about it. That's yeah, cool. man. Like,
5: like I'm like, so I still kind of believe Twitter can be a little bit of a hellscape, right? Like, and just infinite banter from idiots instead of like actual intelligent conversations. To right. The podcast. Look at those word games. Boom.
0: boom
1: oh. um,
5: but no, like, when he, because everybody knows Corsesi was a Twitter like maniac, right? But like interacting with that community that he built, and it's just all these people who are so smart and so caring and so like ready to debate you, but also have your back at any moment. It's just like he, the people that are in our orbit now, like me and Griff, I know Griff can speak to that too. It's just like it's a bunch of honestly dope people. And I don't I don't think I'd know 80% of them if it
0: wasn't for Scorsese, you know? Word. Yeah, as I was say, uh, using a wrestling reference, it's the Inner Circle, man. He he was like the Chris Jericho of all this. And we're all just, you know, uh, <laughs> we're all just, um. well, I know that I know they've had some problems on the Inner Circle. I don't know if you guys are following AEW, but anyway, <laughs> when Inner Circle is at its, uh, when it's, at its uh, peak. All
5: my wrestling knowledge is based on things Scorsese would tell me, right? Oh, now. there you so go. I am... Kind of relatively versed But only through following him And hearing from him And just being like Oh word Even though I wasn't watching.
0: So now you're done <laughs> <laughs> Now you're done That's it <laughs> Unless me or Griff Tell you something You're you're probably not Going to pay attention
5: <laughs> Nice I mean
1: Nah bro I've been like You know I've been getting back into it
5: You know I was like this, I've been paying attention To wrestling I care about what The Heat are doing now I like to make fun Of the Eagles Like you know Things like that <laughs> <laughs> There it is <laughs>
0: Man, yeah, like I said that, you know, when you guys did that Midnight Express album and that was just pure heat and yeah, Bobby Seal, one of my favorite songs from that record. So, you know, definitely salute to Scorsese. You guys got any other stories about Scorsese? I know Griffey probably got something you can tell about him. I mean, when was the first time you guys ever worked together? How far back do you guys go?
4: I don't know how many years. I guess like three or four years ago. But uh, we first linked up when um, he was doing a remix album of his World Only Gods Know project. And uh, I think he needed like literally like one or two final remix slots. And Zilla, Zilla Rocco, shout out to Zilla, um, we're doing a uh, collaborative release with Zilla on insubordinaterecords.com uh, bow, bow, bow. probably by the day that you hear this podcast <laughs> that shit'll be dropping so um, cocaine and therapy insubordinaterecords.com anyways 3 <laughs> dollars <so laughs> $3pistol.com yep yep so uh so so Zilla was helping helping Scorsese uh, curate the remix album like he put him in touch with some producers like Disco Vietnam did a joint uh LaRange did a joint um oh but word then he needed a couple yeah. more yeah. yeah 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 um he needed a couple more so he Zilla told him to hit me up and I did a remix of the the title track track a world only gods know and if he were telling the story he'd say that i went radio silent for like three months and he thought i stole his money um and uh, <laughs> and, um, and i sent it back and the vocals were out of sync and he'd say fuck jason griff but it's like oh, is 60, that the origin 65? of jason griff no 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 not entire, not entirely um, oh. but, um but but uh but that'd be like 65 percent accurate but anyways i made the remix it was awesome uh, and then we uh, just kind of cultivated the relationship from there and eventually, you know, brought you to where we are today, InsubordinateRecords.com. Yeah, Dot com. in case I didn't hear that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> kind of like a Super Bowl
5: commercial in 1910.
0: <laughs> uh, another track Side on here. got to include. Yeah, <laughs> there you go. You guys talked about Primo Dirty before and there's a track called Born Winners on here. And you know, being you know a Bulls fan when he when he said six deep like Mike and Scotty, I was like, there you go. Yeah, now now you give me give me excited uh, for some Bulls. Uh, because you know I'm not as excited about the Bulls these days. But oh, they made a big trade, no so maybe we they're got, getting better. We got yeah, so I should yeah. s- slow down on my <laughs> my dis uh, I, interest. I,
5: your, your optimism springs eternal. It's amazing, you guys. Are, uh, you're, you're no, the most it's, optimistic Bulls fan ever. It's
4: probably it. the best move the Bulls have made in a decade.
0: Jeez. I, mean, I gotta think about that one for a minute. <laughs> yeah, they haven't they haven't made any it good is. moves. Wait a minute.
4: I mean I mean they did okay in the Jimmy Butler trade, obviously, because we have Zach Levine now. Right. You know? I mean, I don't know, take your pick. Not re signing Jimmy Butler uh for a good value when they had a chance before he fucking broke out. Like, there's a great fucking move. <laughs> you know?
5: No, oh, y'all. At one point, had Jimmy Butler. Was Jimmy
0: Butler and
4: Derrick Rose on the same team? Yeah, we had. Yeah, it was uh, <laughs> the starting lineup was Derrick Rose, Jimmy Butler, Lou Aldang, Carlos Boozer, and Joakim
0: Noah. Wow, was that Carlos Boozer
5: pre or post
0: hair paint? That was. It doesn't matter. He always. He <laughs> I don't think always it was ever it. a pre. I think he was born with a uh, hair paint, wasn't he? <laughs> Fucking Carlos Boozer. <laughs> well, he was like you the... the
5: story about how he. Uh, how, how we, uh, somebody fucked. Oh, Prince fucked up Carlos Boozer's house one time and painted it purple.
4: <laughs>
5: really? Was it. Yeah, it's a real story. I swear to God. I'm and
0: I'm sure Prince, like, balled on him, too. He probably uh, scored more points than Boozer did one on one. Bro, did you see that video going around
5: of Prince's jumper? That shit's wet, bro. Yeah.
0: During uh, a concert, right?
5: <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah, he was in the heels, too, right? It wasn't just doing that, like, in, you know, yeah, Jordans or anything.
5: I- yeah, he was like five two. So those heels made him what, like five seven or something. I, mean, I, mean, I bet he was crossing through the up, bro. That Charlie Murphy shit was mad real.
0: Man, I don't think they gave enough credit in that Charlie Murphy true Hollywood story. He was doing a lot more than, <laughs> than they put on, man. Blouses. <laughs>
5: before we before we move on, let me shout out Primo. Primo's is a homie. Um, we had a mutual friend, and when I was in L.A but he's San Diego based, but me and him just had like a pretty similar vibe. So we clicked. So I started going down to San Diego, which is it's about, a, what was about an hour and a half drive hour and uh, doing shows and just a homie. We've worked together a bunch. I love that dude. And he just, also he just dropped an album out called don't forget your chanclas, which is an amazing album title.
0: So mm-hmm. check him out too. <laughs> there it is. And go bulls. <laughs> Absolutely. I remember liking in the Paul Yeah, there you go. They they almost didn't get him either. I was going to say, just to end the Boozer thing, wasn't he like the fifth guy they wanted? Like, they tried to go into free agency to get everybody. He was
4: the consolation prize. Yeah. yeah.
0: He's like, okay, we got all this money. Like, do you want to play here? He's like, hell yeah, I'll play there because nobody else wants me. And then
4: Yeah, uh, we couldn't even get Amari Stoudemire. <laughs>
0: ouch. Ouch. He was, oh, man. Yeah, I remember that. Like, LeBron played us. Wade played us. They all played us, man. Ah oh well go bulls hey, they got rid of boylan so um uh, next next track on here and this is my favorite production on this one the just for you uh record talk about that one
5: <laughs> okay see i like we've talked about this record before right like it, so i wrote the song from the story of like i don't like rap music's always like i'm the man every girl like i control everything it's just like nah, sometimes you're not in control you know what i mean sometimes it's you know there's a There's aggressors on both genders, you know what I mean? So when I wrote the verse, I wrote it from the perspective of being, like, absolutely hammered. So when I sent the verse back to Griff, he was like, yo, I'm going to make this sound drunk. (laughs) And I was just like, (laughs) Like when you're getting
0: taken out of the Goose Island place, right?
5: (laughs) Yeah, exactly. (laughs) So it was just, and then, like I said, man, I put my verses down and then magic comes back to me.
0: How was that to make a drunk actually, drunk track riff? Yeah, go ahead.
4: Oh, I just drank a lot while I was doing it.
0: What's the drink of choice for that?
4: Um I I usually alternate between uh whiskey and beer. There you go. You know, I'm a I'm a real man's man. No, um I I definitely I picked up um cocktail uh mixology. Um during the quarantine. So, you know, whatever, whatever I feel like making.
5: And the, and the Records is a bourbon label, if you're interested. We are like
4: definitely it. a bourbon label. Um, <laughs> but I could I could make I could make a killer martini or a, a fantastic Cosmo, you know, whatever, whatever we're into.
0: <laughs> Man, I feel bad. I haven't had like a drink hardly at all in like the last year. Cause I got a little one. She's uh. not even two years old. So like, I never, man, I, I like my whole thing was like, when I drink, I had to go out to do it. Like, I don't, I'm not one of them drink at home kind of guys, but I think if I don't start doing that, I'm never going to touch alcohol again. So I, maybe I need to start drinking in the <laughs> house.
5: Honestly, it's a great move. Cause, uh, yeah, when alcohol is like Lay's potatoes. wait, the Pringles or Lay's with the ones you pop, you can't tap it in
4: like <laughs> Uh <it's> Pringles. Pringles. <laughs> Pringles. Yeah, they got the, they got the pop top.
5: Yeah, but also Lay's pop when you open them, so I
4: wasn't that far off. Um, no, uh I I don't remember what Lay's slogan was, but it was they had the com- right? Lay well, Lay's had the commercial where the, it's like the two Eskimos and he's like, "Can I have one?" He's like, if I give one to you, I have to give one to everyone
0: else. There's literally
5: yeah, no
4: one else there. <laughs>
5: that was a, that was, yeah, that was a Super Bowl, right. That shit was good.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I don't even remember if Lays had a slogan. I don't think so. I don't, I'd don't. i have to go look get a bag of chips that Lays. I don't even remember. <laughs> so, Griff, I wanted to ask about the artwork because I saw on Instagram you posted that one of your kids did the cover. Talk about that.
4: Oh, yeah. Um. I mean, my kids... You know, of course, every parent says that their kids are the best, which is True. a very reasonable thing to do. But I do legitimately think my kids are all really talented artists. Uh, my oldest son, especially, uh, has a pretty remarkable style for his his age. You know, it, it all began with the first EP with scarp Tissue. Um, uh, Alex and I were working on it and we were talking about album art concepts. And then he saw, like, I posted the picture that one of the kids drew. And he was like, yo, get your kids to do the album art. So we ran with that. Uh, my daughter did the first one. And then my oldest son did the second one and the third one as well. That's crazy. Um, this was the first one. Uh, this was the first one. 312 was the first one where we did. Um, like, we we went all out. Like, I paid him. Don't worry. This is no child labor law. <laughs> <love. laughs> there it is. Being He's not generation. in the basement. <laughs> We haggled over price. He actually started at $10, and I, I haggled him up a bit, which normally I would not want to pay people more, but I felt like $10 was not adequate compensation for how much I was going to put his ass to work. <laughs> um, so, But he did the whole thing, like all the on the physical copy, the track listing and everything, you know, the copyright, all rights reserved, insubordinate records, you know, that physical copy that you can get at insubordinaterecords.com, like he did that whole shit. And then I just I just scanned it in and, you know, did some digital touch up and did the did the layout and everything and that was that. That's yeah. the most important thing. Me yeah,
5: for me it was like I grew up in um a super religious household, right? Where artistic expression was not particularly valued. So it's super important to me when it's like Griffin and his lady are dope ass parents that support their kids doing shit and it's like, yo, like how ill would it have been for one of my drawings to be like you know like legitimate artwork as opposed to oh that's nice go back and read your bible type shit now
0: <laughs> yeah it's much better than just put it on the refrigerator and you know like you don't even yeah. really think that that much about it but to have it as an album that that's dope man i mean it's not like you're you know bartering with him like all right, if you eat your peas you get to do this cover like you actually paid him like you said like that's yeah man that's that's awesome man yeah i'm pretty sure he spent it all on robux
4: <laughs> I'm still trying to figure out what the hell that is, dude. <laughs> Just don't. <laughs> Save I'm Googling
5: yourself. it. It's too late now, I'm in.
0: <laughs> Whatever it is, it costs money, apparently. so. Yep. <laughs> Man. <laughs> but he must have been geeked, too, right? When he saw it, I'm sure he was.
4: Oh, absolutely. You can also
5: get that uh, lovely artwork as a, a wearable form. We're not in the NFT space yet, but we will be. It's important to record NFTs coming soon. You know what I mean, but no, yeah, those shirts are available too. Yeah, this is the most. Promotion where do you
4: get those? One. Where do you get those shirts?
5: I think it's a little website called insubordinaterecords.com. Oh, there it oh, is. Oh,
4: insubordinaterecords.com. I'll write that down. <laughs> I, 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 I could text it to you, bro,
5: or I'll just oh. post it on Twitter.
4: No, oh, no. word up! Do you have insurance on this car? It must be Eagle, man. <laughs>
0: It was the <laughs> they still play those commercials i see the ensure on the spot ones all the time but I've, i haven't seen eagle no, man the one eagle man
4: ones aren't on anymore but i definitely make it a point to show it to people if they're not familiar oh you've never heard you never seen the eagle man commercial hold up let me pull up youtube look it's at the slow race
0: yeah
5: this eagle takes a dump on the top of a car dude it's crazy <laughs>
0: Now back to Judge Brown or whatever would be on, their Jerry Springer. Yeah, Ricky That's Lake. What, yeah, right, right, Ricky Lake. There it is.
5: Oh man, I was I. Oh, I love Ricky Lake. Dude. <laughs> <laughs> i been revealing too much about myself as a
0: child.
4: <laughs> <laughs>
0: man. Talk about some visuals for the album. Should we expect some video or anything like that coming out? Um, we did
4: a bunch of Oh go ahead here. No, I was going to say I don't think we're going to do any proper music videos for the EP cuz we're uh kind of saving our video resources for uh the album proper.
0: And make sure you guys check out com. I don't know if we put that out there yet, but everybody listening you I don't know if we want... put
4: it out there yet. But no um but for real though if you do go to com and um it directs you to our Bandcamp and you sign up to follow us on there. Uh, that'll put you on our newsletter, and we announce all of our projects via that newsletter um, well in advance of when we start putting that information on social media. So, yeah, don't sleep, man. Get down.
0: Like, remain insubordinate. Remain. Tap into that mailing list. No doubt. No doubt.
4: If you were, uh, if you, if you signed up for the insubordinate mailing list, then you already know that um, this upcoming April bandcamp Friday. We're dropping a CD, uh, CD only, Bandcamp only album called Cocaine and Therapy by Alex Ludovico. It's a fantastic okay. collection of singles. Released from in 2019, curated and executive produced by the great Zilla Raka, And it's exciting because it's the first ever official collaboration between Insubordinate Records and $3 Pistol Music. So uh, we're doing big things and we're super fucking excited for it. Yeah, to give you an idea behind the
5: record, uh, in 2019, I had, I had like taken a pretty
4: decently long break from
5: making music for a little while. So in order to get, like, you know what I mean? I'm in the gym getting my shots up. So for 2019, I released uh, a new track pretty much every single Monday for that year. So it was a lot of, like, you know, being experimental. I was getting my little B on, you know what I mean? Zilla went back and went through and curated everything. So it's like, um, you know what? Fuck it, I'm going to say it. It's like a goddamn greatest hit, bro.
4: <laughs>
5: <laughs> it's all the heaters, and it's got a couple bonus joints that are unavailable anywhere
0: man big up for that yeah Zilla's been on here twice and uh, I know his production is off the charts. so salute to Zilla Rock I know that's gonna be a classic when we hear that one yeah where can people find you guys on social media besides in dot records.com we already know that's the place to go to but where else can they find you guys mm-hmm.
5: um for my personal self so we'll spell it out a-l-e-x-l-u-d-o-v-i-c-o so that's gonna be on your instagram gonna be on your twitter and if you if you still hang out with your mom it's also
0: facebook <laughs> Jeez, <laughs> yeah, that is a that is a fact facebook is just uh man i i, I barely go on there joe i'll be honest I, I barely use it
5: yeah man it's like the thing that sucks about facebook it's like back in the day when people graduated high school you didn't have to talk to any of those fucking people again now <laughs> All their fuck like this isn't an original Man. Dynamic, but it's just so fucking true. It's like I like there's gr- girls like I met at a bar, we made out one time, and then I've seen their wedding pictures and shit. Like that's not <laughs> like they, the
0: <laughs> at Goose Island. <laughs> you just not
5: see these people again, and life was better. But anyways,
4: social media, yay. <laughs>
0: yeah, if you want your aunt to see what you're doing, you know, go on Facebook, but otherwise, if you want the people who actually support and buy the record, check them out on Twitter and Instagram. What about you, Griff? Uh,
4: my handle for Twitter and Instagram is I am Jason Griff. I guess I'll spell that out as well. I A M J A S O N G R I F F. And I'm I have a Facebook music page. I don't know what it's called. Jason, I think it's Jason Griff Music. <laughs> There it is. So, um, things happen over there. Things have been posted there. So Hey man, there's a
5: lot of like yeah. you know what I mean? Older people who are just like I want to support, although I don't listen to music with swear words or whatever. So
4: Right. Or or also people that only listen to music on C D.
0: They're still out there. You know?
5: You know what I'm saying? I might drop this bitch on an eight track,
0: God.
4: <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know how to do that, but let's do it.
0: I mean, I've gotten so a couple a cassette thing. tapes lately because that's the new novelty thing. You know, people are putting out cassettes yeah. of their albums. I don't know if you guys have ever done that or if that's something you might consider doing, but uh, that has come back a bit.
4: Oh, yeah. Uh, uh, to. Uh, I have an album. So uh, the Insubordinate Records release schedule goes as follows. Um, In April, we're going to drop the Cocaine and Therapy album. And then in May, I'm dropping an album called Fireside Chats. It's a compilation album, and we will have CDs and cassettes for that album.
0: There it is. Buss out your Walkmans, insubordinaterecords.com. Don't sleep. That's right, man. Salute to both you guys for coming on here, and um, you know, like it it's an honor to have you both on. You know, especially you know after the passing of Scorsese, it's been it's been rough thinking about him and stuff. So I'm glad to talk to you guys and hear some stories about uh, my man, Shells Lord Jones. Mm-hmm.
4: Yeah, thank you but, for having us Mark. And you know, one thing we talk about all the time um that we'll we'll leave as like a parting notion is like we talk about this like we're texting each other all the time about that Scorsese energy. And if you knew Scorsese like you know that his energy was in fact like extremely infectious, you know. He was like your own personal trainer. You know, he would continue to motivate you and like uh yeah, as, I saw that as, as, as my Greg Popovich, you know what I mean? Yeah. So as 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 sad as it's been since he's passed, um, I've just, every day I feel that energy in me. Like, there isn't a day that's gone by that I haven't been, you know, just grinding and pushing forward for incident board and records. Working with Alex and, uh, you know, branching out with all these new opportunities, pairing with $3 pistol and all this great stuff we're going to do. Um, we're running on pure Scorsese energy. There it is. Like
5: baby energy.
0: No doubt, man. Salute to him. And salute to you guys for coming on the insubordinate records.com podcast, also known as Infinite Banter. Appreciate you, dudes. <laughs> 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 now this EP is dope, man. If people listening, they're gonna hear a couple songs in the in the episode here. But definitely go peep this. This is not anything to play with. And of course, you guys got more coming. So this is just a taste.
1: Yeah.
5: Yes, sir. fireside chats on the way.
0: Yeah, buddy. Man. All right. Salute to you guys. Thanks again. Alex Ludovico, and the one and only Jason Griff. Fuck Jason Griff.
4: Uh, thank you.
0: (laughs) I had to do it. It's the only time I'll ever say it, but you know, just in in case you forgot. (laughs) No, no, never forget. No No doubt, man. Man, mad fun talking to these guys. Big up Alex Ludovico and Jason Griff and you know griff's been on the show a couple times so always a you know good time chopping it up with griff and you know those two times i had scorsese and him on you know go back and check out those episodes it was a fun time for sure i think it was episode 44 and episode 50 if you've not heard those episodes go back and check those out yeah i had a blast talking to those dudes and yeah alex is a trip too man got me thinking about pringles and goose island and all that so salute to these guys this ep is uh it's no joke. 312. Go to insubordinaterecords.com. We heard a song earlier in the podcast. We're going to hear one more song from that album. We talked about this in the interview featuring our man Scorsese. Rest in peace. Candy Tangerine right here on the Infinite Banter podcast. You gotta listen to this one. There's a story involved. It all connects, so you definitely pay attention. Grab a pen and some paper, take some notes, try to connect the dots. This is a real intricate one here. So here we go. Candy Tangerine from the new EP from Griff and Alex Ludovico, 312 insubordinaterecords.com You know how we do. Let's get into it.
3: It's all over there. We can't go on
0: the street field you working for you. Want?
3: Exactly yes. now I got this bad bitch, y'all ass and no hips, feel feet late with the chips, plus she funny as shit, like a red man's skin, <laughs> but she a praying man is, she stayed <laughs> off campus, served that pussy <laughs> like Sampras, wetter than the walls of Atlantis, yes. She the bomb, no Samus, I ran this sandwich, Cattle Kool-Aid Hold up. Neither one the sweetest Her, Prince of Persia, submerged, immersion Waking with your feelings hurting Cause you was fucking, she could give a fuck Less, you missing your wallet, your watch Along with your necklace, don't forget Your pride, you went long for the ride The guy lost in the curb, Porn on Do not disturb, you got robbed Bronx niggas say Cardi B, you lucky you alive She was calling me, talking about Should I shoot him, should I rob him, tie him up, leave that nigga undressed, take a couple selfies, <laughs> extortion is a real thing, blood sucking motherfuckers, Spanish like Helsing, you know what they call me
2: baby <laughs> <laughs> like woke up in the house it wasn't mine and it wasn't hers, feeling so disturbed manipulated by them curves, now my wallet missing My iPhone tripping And then I'm standing in this kitchen Under pictures of some random children That key went in that lock Ain't no time to be shot The lily White family absolutely finna call the cops Man, what I look like with an APB, using my name dang. I ain't getting arraigned over no pussy, fuck that. Grab my pants and my hat, the opposite of slow mo, turn a flojo, 100 meters, 10 flat. Still ain't no clue where my ass at, but I ain't tripping, word to Bob Dylan, don't look back. Start replaying the night, everything was going well. Man, her phone kept buzzing, thought nothing, probably emails, but then it hit me. One of the entries had the name Shells this nigga set me up for Dora Boise's nuts And now I got a Catholic priest and yeah, I get him touched Then my phone blew up, I'm sorry that it had to happen But if we it's consolation, at least my pussy was magic
3: you, wanna feed daddy?
2: Now hold it, mama No, don't give me that Oh, me One
1: more W
4: O M
1: A N. Oh, let's get started. Listen, man. Infinite Banner Podcast, DJ Soundwave. It's your boy, Scorsese Lord Jones, a.k.a. Mr. Stacking Chips on Record, crushing every single enemy. One half of Dream Team, one fourth of the Nation Gang, one eighth of the Zip Squad, and one third of the motherfucking insubordinate you motherfuckers get it man dj soundwave he said he's gonna give scorsese the fucking mic and let him talk his shit you know what fucking mistake you made on the infinite banner podcast did dj soundwave think that i couldn't come on his show and talk about wrestling or talk about comics or talk about hip-hop did he not know that he brought the kingpin of crime on his fucking podcast to talk shit This motherfucker's out his goddamn robotic mind. DJ fucking Soundwave, you motherfucker. Scorsese, bitch. Dream Team, bitch. Shout out to the homie Jason Griff. Shout out to everybody else run over Insubordinate, Alex Ludovico the Fedora Boys. Nothing but X's and V's, we don't give a fuck about your vows. You'll figure it out when you get it, man. We going crazy out here. And thanks, Infinite Banner. Thanks to the homie DJ Soundwave.
0: Guess what we get to do? We get to talk shit. Make sure you check out the Have You Seen It podcast.
6: Have you ever wondered what shows are like in foreign countries, but the language barrier is what stopped you from giving them a chance? My name's Maggie, and I host the podcast Have You Seen It, where I talk about TV shows from countries all around the world. If you're like me, you spend more time on Netflix looking for something to watch than actually watching something. So if you don't want to spend time scrolling through Netflix or even Hulu, check out my podcast for some show suggestions. I talk about the plots, tell you who the cast is, what I liked, and what I didn't like about the shows, and I also throw in some fun facts about each country, tell you where in the world the show takes place, how close they are to any other shows that I've already covered, mention any cultural differences or similarities that I noticed, and my favorite part are the words and phrases that I picked up while watching these shows. You can check out Have You Seen It on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Google Podcasts, and most other places you listen to your favorite podcasts. You can follow the podcast on Twitter and Instagram at Official H-Y-S-I. That's O-F-F-I-C-I-A-L-H-Y-S-I. And make sure to like the Facebook page at Facebook.com slash Official H-Y-S-I. Let me help you find your new favorite show.
0: Hey, man,
1: this is Alaska from Cargo Cults and from the Call Out Culture podcast. When I'm not exposing (laughs) QAnon, I'm chilling on infinite banter with the homie DJ Soundwave.
0: Peace time for you to leave assholes all right that is Kirk Acevedo doing what he does telling me to get the hell out of here and that is exactly what I'm going to do but before I go got a couple things to uh, talk about like I mentioned at the beginning this past episode of The Walking Dead for those who aren't paying attention or aren't watching anymore there is no way I can spoil this episode because absolutely zero happens in it So basically, you know, season 10 ended, and with COVID, they're trying to keep us fed by having a couple of extra episodes to tack on to the end of season 10 to get us ready for season 11, which is a cool idea. And most of the episodes have been good. Uh, But this last one might be—no, no, scratch that. It is the worst episode they've ever done. It is boring as shit. Here's the episode, and again, I can't spoil it because there's nothing to spoil. You don't even have to watch this episode, but basically it's Carol makes soup, Daryl fixes his bike, and that's it. That's the whole episode if you want to watch that crap go ahead i watch it i'm not trying to say i'm not a fan anymore but this is one of those episodes that's like uh you're looking at the clock of like is this something i still want to give my attention to every week it's too bad man the show definitely misses rick i love it you know obviously i had jason warner smith on last episode so of course i'm a fan i'm always going to be a fan i'm going to watch every episode they come out with but this one right here was just this was just yawn inducing this is really (laughs) really not good and uh if you look it up online, there's not a lot of people who are behind it either. So I'm sorry to see they made an episode that had zero happening in it. And speaking of zero happening in something that I love, Coming to America had a sequel, and I finally got around to watching it. And uh, yeah, so they made another one. <laughs> it's just it just like The Walking Dead. It's just uh, uh, you don't have to watch it. It's kind of... Kind of lame. I mean, yeah, there's some cool outfits and the wardrobe is fantastic. Everything about the look of it is good. Uh, but all it is is just like, hey, do you remember this? Do you remember that song? Do you remember this character? There's like zero story. I mean, they everything that made the first one great was the heart of the story, the heart of why he came to America. And in this one, it shouldn't even be called Coming to America, too, because he doesn't really, like, 10% of the movie is in America. So it really should be Went to America, Came Back, Went Again, and Came Back. That's what the movie should be called. You know, there's a lot of these movies that try to do sequels years after the fact. Like, Dumb and Dumber did that. I don't give a damn about Bill and Ted, but I know they made another one of those. Movies like that, they try to recreate that feeling, that vibe of the previous one and it falls flat often and this one it does it falls flat again I mean there's some great cameos you know, there's some moments that are interesting and sort of funny, but yeah, it just it just doesn't work. I hate to say it. It just I don't want to bash it, but it's just not good. It's not a good movie. And if I didn't like the first one as much as I did, I would probably have harsher words to say I'm, I'm, I'm holding back. <laughs> I don't want to be so mean to it, but it's just terrible. My, my main gripe with it is that the first movie Akeem, this whole point was he was trying to buck trends trying to do something different, not trying to do what his culture or what tradition told him to do. It's just um, it's just not good. Don't watch the last episode of Walking Dead, and don't watch Coming to America. They're not good. But make sure you go to insubordinaterecords.com and cop that new Griff and Alex Ludovico joint 312. You know how we do. We play two songs in a podcast here. Just a classic, classic EP all right, that is it for the show. Thanks to everybody for checking out the Infinite Banter Podcast. Listen on all digital platforms. Follow the show on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, at Infinite Banter Podcast. Go to YouTube, type in Infinite Banter see clips from past guests rate and review the show on apple podcasts and before i go let me leave you one last song this is off the midnight express album so when griff was on here the previous two times with scorsese we talked about that album midnight express and this song right here features alex ludovico so classic we talked about in the interview it's the first time i heard alex on a joint this is called bobby seal one of my favorite songs from that album so let's leave you with that thanks to jason griff Thanks to Alex Ludovico. Appreciate you guys coming on here. Go to insubordinaterecords.com. Check out that new album three one two and everything they got coming out. All right, let's go. Bobby Seal from the Midnight Express album. Alex Ludovico, Griffin Scorsese, and until I do the next episode. I'm out.
2: Hey asshole, get off the road. As it occurred to you that it's damn
5: time
2: we organize green. ourselves in some fashion to have some ability to begin to make races and the racist power structure act in a desired manner as we define the functional definition of what power is, the ability to define the situation, and we have been defining it. Now, we must organize in our black communities to also make the power structure and the racism act in a desired manner. what is that desired manner? Politics. What is politics? Which side of the coin do you fall on? You call yourself headstrong, tuck your tail when the heat's on. I got something to speak on. More charge than three prongs. right? Rhapsody, freeway, battling Cassidy, turn the beat on. I belong by your favorites. When my name get brought up from the hood, never got caught up. Survival the world taught us. Exchange all that knowledge for dollars. It's shocking how we got it rocked, especially when the world told us we never prosper. That's why I pop my collar. Hey, fucking chance I get the game. I'm kidnapping it and I expect the ransom quick. Otherwise I'll kill the kid. I I want it all now, don't talk maniata, never living in squalor Stir the pot up like it's pasta Make sure that you add a little garlic, yeah you savor all my flavor Last long now and later Special set of skills, Jason Statham meets Liam Neeson from taking Don't roll with Harvey, this they two-faced kid Guess I gotta take you back to basics so you understand what great is Play this.
3: You think politics starts with a seat in the assembly? No, no, it doesn't. It's related to it, but it doesn't start there. It's the good, bad, the hungry, the hunger games, the hunter be hunted, hunted man. The hunger paints bugging me. Mine's sharper than cutlery. Before I flip with side of the coin, I see. You're such a duck, you know you're moving like Elma. You're moving like Malcolm, I'm marching like Selma. Doing your own thing, or you're rapping like Russell To me, I'm just shells for Saisy. Lord Jones, Lord knows before the choir sings, I move like Levier Things The type of joy to silence, bro. I let it breathe in and out like animal fries and secret menus Real recognized, real, I see the bitch within you Breaking bread with juice, sipping soup with extra lentils So my thoughts remain existential I'm just trying to live higher than the regular The hatred is real, fill it deep within your molecular We all trapped by your cellular, wonder how I got over Peace to my hellia, when I die bury me in the regalia Shining like William Pitt middle of Philadelphia so safe. Politics starts with a
2: pig crushing us across our skull and murdering our people. Politics starts with the fact that we get rotten education, we get brainwashed and fooled and the trick notion and trick knowledge and, and everything else that goes on with us in terms of the exploitation that goes down. Politics starts with the fact that we want decent housing, fit for shelter of human beings. Now this is where politics starts. And black people now understand with the Black Panther Party that they, we are going to relate to politics in a real fashion. We are not going for no more giant verbal sincerity
1: at all. Oh, at all. Oh, at oh. all. Being on the infinite banner with my man Mark has been a pleasure.